say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the UFC 261 Monkey Knife Fight Picks and Strategy Show. Of course, I am Jason Flores, always joined by the fighter, Pete Rogers Jr. As we are here to talk about Monkey Knife Fight, of course, be sure to head over to monkeyknifefight.com. When you sign up, use that promo code OSMO for an instant first match deposit up to $100. Once again, be sure to use that promo code OSMO. If you are not familiar with Monkey Knife Fight player props, I play over there. Really love playing the significant strikes more or less, but you can also play fantasy points as well. And of course, when you look at the scoring, Pete, when it comes to this one, you get one point for a strike, two bonus points for a significant strike, takedown, you get 10 points, knockdown, 15 points, a submission attempt is 20 points, and a win is 25 points. You know, there, there's a couple of things about the scoring system that definitely sticks out to you. And you brought this up to me in the past submission attempt at plus 20 points. But also, if you've got a volume striker and someone who can take the fight to the ground, I don't know. Kamar Usman, for example, Monkey Knife Fight is a platform. He can score a ton of points. My goodness. I mean, the guy is, he's just a. He has so many points, whichever, whichever platform he's on. Uh, but I will say that Kamaru Usman here on Monkey Night Fight is extremely interesting. I mean, uh, my goodness. I, I mean, the, the line of fantasy points of Usman at 351.5, like that just blows my mind, something I'm not accustomed to. But I will say that, you know, the takedowns, it makes sense. And he, he you know, lands a, a lot of takedowns in his fights, a lot of significant strikes. Um, I'm interested to see maybe he starts to work in some submission attempts. I mean, I can't imagine him getting 500 points, but I guess the guy can, right? Like, uh, you know, Kamar Usman's just, he's just a, a fantasy stud, no matter where you are. And, uh, I'm interested to, to play on monkey knife fight. I'm interested to see in other fights that submission attempt plus 20 points, because obviously that happens more frequently. Let's say a knockdown of plus 15 points. I mean, takedowns and submission attempts will be more frequent. So obviously I'll have my eyes uh, opened for some, some grapplers on the card. Yeah. The key is, is obviously grappling, but you're looking for volume strike. Let's get right into the main event of Kamaru Usman and Jorge Masvidal. As we look at significant strikes between these two, the line for Usman 94 and a half 
The line for Masvidal is 65 and a half. Now, when you talk fantasy scores, the line for Kamar Usman, 351 and a half. Jorge Masvidal, 248 and a half. And just to go back to their first fight, when you look at Kamar Usman's stats in that one, he landed 263 total strikes, 94 significant strikes, and five takedowns racked up the points over on monkey knife fight let's talk about significant strikes first 94 and a half versus 63 and a half so if you just want to play significant strikes you got to pick both these guys more or less so for kamar usman more or less 94 and a half or hey massal 63 and a half these are when you look at the lines here 94 and a half is a high number because i think what what concerns me in terms of this fight is if this fight plays a lot in the clinch and necessarily those aren't significant strikes, while Kamar Usman may land a, a ton of strikes, they may not be considered significant. Yeah, you know, I, I'm looking at their previous fight and Kamar Usman with 94 significant strikes, Masvidal with 66. So obviously the line is pretty similar to the first fight. Um, and now you have to really think of, will they be able to replicate that? Will it be a different fight? Will it be more in the clinch like we do fear? Will Masvidal be able to defend some takedowns? If he even gets taken down, does Usman start to implement some, some ground and pound, or is it more based on position? Um, I will say that Usman's been talking a lot about a striking lately and uh, you know, working a lot with Trevor Whitman and a guy, you know, uh, you know, a wrestler who's fallen in love with his hands could lead to more strikes on the feet. I just don't know if he'll have as much success as he did against a Masvidal who stepped up on less than a week's notice. So um, I actually would probably take the under on Usman and the over for Masvidal because I do think that Masvidal will have a better showing here. I think it will. there will be some competitive moments, but I do favor Usman in the matchup. You know, we talked about this on the strategy show. I wonder how much of the game plan potentially by Mike Brown and that coaching staff and American top team is how can we kick the legs of Kamar Usman and make sure it doesn't lead to Kamar looking for a takedown. I might look at the under on both sides of this one. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, like, if Masvidal is going to win the fight, right, he's going to need to throw more than 63 and a half significant strikes, you would think, right, uh, unless that he's able to really take out that lead leg. I will say that the calf kick would be a perfect weapon for him in this matchup, uh, you know, if you kick the thigh, then you're leaving yourself open to getting taken down, especially double leg. But when you're targeting that lower calf, you're able to brutalize your opponent. And I'm sure, you know, Usman, even if he's hurt, he's not going to go down easy. So I would imagine Masvidal, I'd probably take the over for Masvidal and the under for Usman. But it's a very close fight. Obviously, I'm excited for the matchup and excited to play here on Monkey Knife Fight. And I will tell you, when it comes to these player props, I think we always want to go over. I'm guilty. I am straight up guilty of that. Sometimes you do got to look at those under uh, positions here. Fancy points, 351.5 for Usman, 248.5 for Masvidal. If Kamar Usman wins, I got to imagine he's going to go over 351.5. Yeah, I think Usman is going to win, and I think he will go over that. Um, it's crazy because it's such a high total, but I do think that is fair for his style. You talk about a guy that'll probably get multiple takedowns that come at 10 points apiece. Uh, he has knocked down opponents that comes at 15 points apiece. I don't really foresee that happening. But, uh, you know, the strike, significant strike bonus, 
um, mixed with the takedowns and the 25 point win bonus definitely makes 351 doable. I'm fine with it over the course of five rounds. Yeah, I think if you, if you want to play the fancy points for me personally, I would go over Usman 351 and a half and I would go under 248 and a half on Masvidal. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, let's move on to the co-main event, Valentin, or excuse me, uh, Wiley Zhang and Rose Nama Yunus. Uh, let's look at the significant strike side in this one. Uh, Wei Li, 83 and a half. Rose, 81 and a half. I truly believe this is a five-round fight. Um, you know, I think it's, you know, the question I think is more on the Rose side in terms of if you want to go over. I, I think you, I, I would feel pretty good taking the over in terms of Wiley Zhang at 83 and a half. Of course, you know, at that strike level, you need this thing to go 25 minutes. Yeah, I foresee this fight going 25 minutes. Um, I will say that Weili Zhang has shown insane volume in the fight against uh, Ioana Jacek, and I think that 83 and a half is a is a low number. But I go, I, I think it does show some respect for Rose Namajunas that she's going to have to be careful. Um, you know, going up against a sniper like Rose, who can definitely make her pay from the outside. Maybe sh- she will struggle to get inside. But I do think that uh, you know Weili Zhang at 83 and a half significant strikes is doable. Um, she's going to have to defend some takedowns, I believe. I believe Rose Namunis will resort to takedowns mixed with some sharp boxing. So um, I'm, I'm actually taking the underdog Namunis, but as far as the significant strike lines, I, would, I have to say Weili Zhang would be over 83 and a half. And for Namunis, I might say under Jason because I think she's going to need to clinch with her at all costs. This could be one of those, if you go over yeah. on both sides, this could be one you're sweating out. Yeah. There have been some times a monkey knife fight. I'm sweating it out. I remember having a fight where I got a knockout, and I want to say it was Adrian Yanez, and the final blow of the knockout is what took it over. Oh, oh boy. Yeah, and, and you also have to take into consideration what the scoring system is considering significant, right? Like, more often than not, in women's bouts, a lot of strikes are insignificant or deemed insignificant. But, um, you know, that, that's where a spot where Zhang and Nami Yunus, maybe you'll have more luck as far as, you know, targeting that from the fantasy points perspective rather than, you know, hoping that you get the significant strike calls. Yeah, most most definitely there. Now let's look at the fantasy points on this fight. Whaley, 350 and a half. So one less point than what we have on Kamar Usman. And for Rose Namajunas, 272 and a half. And this is where, you know, look, you know with, with Whaley, it's about striking. So we're talking one point per strike and then a plus two bonus points on significant strikes. Yeah, um, just her her fighting style, right? Especially paired up against a talented fighter in Rose Namajunas, who's not going to be a punching bag whatsoever, has good defensive movement, good defensive uh, striking as well. I don't really see Weili Zhang crushing at 350 and a half. I, I, I don't. Um, I think that she could win the fight. I think that she's one of the most talented champions we've ever seen, for sure. But I feel like uh, Rose Namajunas is going to win rounds. I can't see her getting blanked across five. And if Rose Namajunas wins rounds, that means that Zhang will not be able to dominate or produce at such a high level. Whereas a guy like Kamaru Usman can because of the takedowns, because of the grappling, because of the ability of Masvidal to get back to his feet. Um, also, if Zhang's put on her back, 
I'm interested to see how that goes. So I would say the under for Whaley Zhang at 350.5. Yeah, I'm under on Zhang at, at 350.5. I think that number's just a little too high. Yeah. The Rose one is interesting. That's an interesting line. It comes down to what type of fight you think happens. And uh, I've been saying takedown, takedown, takedown. If she goes the takedown route over the course of five rounds, I think she will, you know, outproduce that 272 and a half. I really do. And I think it's a sneaky spot, right? Like she's going overlooked in this matchup. She's easily my favorite underdog in the title fights, but I like her at 272 and a half to, to bust the over. I mean, let's just say she goes a takedown route. Yep. Let's say she gets three takedowns in a five round fight. So there we got 30 points. Let's say she gets one submission attempt. There's 20. So we're at 50 right there. Yep. Let's add in. She wins 25. We're now at 75. So, I mean, this, this is part of that thought, thought process as you're deciding what you want to do over at monkey knife fight. These are a thought process. You got to think, especially someone who potentially go for that submission tip. Of course, uh, when you uh, sign up over at monkey knife use that promo code. Awesome. For an instant first match deposit up to $100. Of course, the other title fight on this card, Valentina Shevchenko versus Jessica Andrade. Looking at the significant strike, much less than the previous two title fights, we got 61 and a half for Shevchenko, and it is the same for Andrade. Yeah, that, that actually surprises me. I, I really like uh, Anthony Shevchenko here. Um, I, I like her a lot. I think that she's going to, uh, when I say Anthony, I'm sorry, Valentina. Um, I, I think you definitely, I would not be favoring Antonina in a matchup against Jessica Andrade. So let's be clear. I like Valentina quite a bit here. I think that uh, 61 and a half significant strikes is extremely low in a matchup against Jessica Andrade, who's going to push the pace, come forward, enforce the action. She's going to have no, outside of an early finish, I see Shevchenko beating her from pillar to post and uh, going significantly over that 61 and a half significant strike mark. Yeah, that was a, an interesting number that that really stuck out to me. That it was sixty one and a half. Um, you know, to me, I would I would go over on Shevchenko, under on Andrade. It's all yeah. It all depends on what type of fight you think. Like uh, I think that Andrade is going to run into something. Um, I don't think that she's probably going to get out of there too too early. But I think that Shevchenko will kind of be the matador while Jessica Andrade is the bull. And I, I kind of like that under as well. And of course, you know, you should note it's a two and a half times multiplier on this. So let's just say you wanted to take a the fancy points on this one, which is Shevchenko, 275 and a half, Andrade, 243 and a half. If you want to put down $50, your winnings would be $125 to let you know how that works over there at Monkey oh. Knife Fight. So uh, let, let's talk fancy points here. Shevchenko, 275 and a half. Andrade, 243 and a half. And once again, you know, you, you said this now a couple of times, is how do you see this fight going? Could we see, you know, a grappling base of Shevchenko, which we have seen in her past couple of fights? Yeah, and I think that a fighter like Andrade, who has a high striking volume, she's an aggressive grappler as well, lots of overhead throws, um, overhead slams. She comes in a little too aggressive against, uh, keep saying it, Valentina Shevchenko. She's going to get dumped on her head. She's going to get, uh, you know, she's going to give up the underhooks and, and get dominated throughout. So I like the over for Shevchenko. I think it's going to be a dominant performance. 
Yeah, I'm uh, I'm with you on the Shevchenko pick there as well. Two other fights we have on the main card. We've got the former UFC middleweight champion Chris Weidman taking on Uriah Hall. Significant strikes on this one. Uriah Hall, 36 and a half. Chris Weidman, 32 and a half. I'm a firm believer that if Chris Weidman is going to win this matchup, it is via the takedown. But even if this thing goes 15 minutes, 32 and a half significant strikes is not a huge number. It's not, but let me ask you a question, right? And I kind of made myself laugh. And I was thinking, like, can Weidman even take 36 and a half strikes from Uriah Hall on the chin at this point in his career? Like, can you imagine Weidman taking 36 significant strikes at this point? Like, can you trust his chin? I, I don't think you can. I don't think so either. I think an under might be a very, but, very, very sneaky spot. But, let me just, a big but here. How many times have we seen Uriah Hall just not throw? Okay, which is perfect, right? You've seen him not throw. When he does connect against Weidman, he'll probably sit him on his butt. And Weidman's going to be looking to implement grappling immediately, which will also decrease the, the volume. So it's a nice spot to target because you you expect the output to be low, but you're banking on, well, no, you don't even have to worry about it. I think like it's going to, I think it's fine. They're 36 and a half and 32 and a half. I'd probably hit the under. Here, here's another thought with this fight, and it just kind of came to my mind. We think of Uriah Hall sometimes with these very flashy strikes. What happens if he throws one of these flashy strikes? And Chris Weidman just puts him on the mat, and Uriah Hall can't get off his back. Then we like that under even more, Jason. You know what I'm saying? As long as Weidman's not on top throwing, throwing bows like crazy and implementing a ton of ground and pound, I think we like the under. I, I think I've convinced myself that I would be targeting the under there. Now, when it comes to the fantasy points, I think the over on Chris Weidman is interesting here at 150 and a half. And here's why I think it's interesting. That 20 points for a submission attempt. Yeah, he's undervalued here. He really is. And I don't like him in the matchup, but he's undervalued. 20 points for the submission attempt. You talk about the takedowns. You talk about if he's doing, if he's searching for submissions and landing takedowns, he's probably going to win the fight against a guy like Uriah Hall. So now you can already book in that win bonus as well. So um, if you like Weidman in the matchup, I don't see why you wouldn't hit the over. The under on Hall kind of screams to me. Okay, 15 for a knockdown, 25 for a win, throws one strike, one hitter quitter, he's out of there, and you're good with the under of 176 <laughs> and a half points. Yeah, that, that's why I, if you think about Uriah Hall, I, I just, when I think Uriah, I, I don't think volume. I think flashy knockouts. Yeah. Um, you know, I mentioned on the strategy show, maybe, maybe it's a third-round finish, Uriah Hall. Uh, that that under on Hall does kind of uh, sneak out to me, but that's one that you just kind of kind of think about. Now, the other file on paper you is Anthony Smith and Jimmy Crute. Significant strikes for Anthony Smith, 22-and-a-half. Jimmy Crute, 27-and-a-half. So low. A low number, low number. Um, I, I think you naturally want to just say smash the over. I think you just, you initially want to say that, but what happens if Jimmy Crew just, you know, makes short work of him? Okay, you ready? I'm going to throw out some numbers of Anthony Smith throughout his career, and granted, some of them might have been some early finishes and whatnot. Okay, um, fight against Alexander Rakic, nine significant strikes. 
lost the decision. Um, a first round K over, or, over Shogun through 23, uh, six significant strikes against Rashad Evans. Okay. Quick knockout. First round, first round KO. Um, so even when he wins, right, it's not based on volume for the most part. It's based on finding that chin and landing a perfect shot. So, uh, man, 22 and a half is like almost disrespectfully low, but it's interesting. I, I definitely think I like the, uh, the over for crew based on even ground and pound and standing up. It's just Smith at times is lethargic. And I wonder if the under is the sneakiest spot. Yeah. And then on the fancy points, 135 and a half for, for Smith and 184 and a half for Jimmy Crute. Now, Jimmy Crute is a submission guy, Jason, and he hunts submissions. He has some nice submissions. Um, he has good ground and pound, good takedowns, and good striking. I'm favoring Jimmy Crute in the matchup, so I would hit the over on that. Yeah, I, I would think a lot of people are going to look at over Jimmy Crute, under on Anthony Smith in terms of that one. That's a, an interesting line, but one of the things I will tell you about Monkey Knife Fight, go in there, look at all the fights, and pick and choose your spots. That's what I try to do when I go over to Monkey Knife Fight. Uh, I truly do love playing there more or less in terms of significant strikes. I try to find the ones that I think you can find value. So be sure to check out monkeyknifefight.com. Use that promo code OSMO for an instant first match deposit of up to $100. Of course, this has been the UFC 261 Monkey Knife Fight Picks and Strategy. Appreciate everyone checking us out here. And, of course, uh, keep it locked here to also for all of our coverage for UFC 261. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.